the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. To total career success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. This is Cheryl Dawson with Ken Dawson. We're live from Houston today, and thank you all for listening in to our show, Total Career Success. We have a, a very special guest with us today, Mike Oaks, who's uh, Vice President of Trustmark Bank, and we'll be introducing him in just a moment. Uh, for the last few months, we've seen our economy as well as the world economy become a, a turmoil, literally. Major banks have received bailouts. Others have gone bankrupt, putting a squeeze on capital and driving down assets in virtually every sector. It, it seems that uh, a huge domino effect has been set in motion, and it's very scary to all of us. In spite of bailouts from Washington and, and in most of the major countries around the world, there does not seem to be easy answers to this global recession. To discuss these issues and how they impact banking careers, we have uh, with us Mike Oaks, and uh, he's also a former client. And when he moved uh, on to his current role with a local bank, uh, he's remained in touch with us, which we're uh, very grateful for. Uh, we will be introducing Mike, but I just want to remind you that we'll be having four segments today, and if you'd like you to call in and in parts three and four of the show, we'd love to get your uh, questions for Mike as well. Now let me give a, a brief inter- introduction uh, to Mike. Um, he has over 25 years' experience in commercial and corporate banking in the Houston market with an emphasis on the energy industry. Prior to joining Trustmark, he managed the Houston Loan Production Office of the Industrial Bank of Japan with responsibility for $3.2 billion in loan commitments and a staff of 15. Uh, Mike led the entry into the Houston Reserve-Based Lending Arena for both uh, ABN Emro Bank and the Industrial Bank of Japan. During the years preceding his banking career, Mike spent time in the audit group of Ernst & Young and served as a controller for, um, for the firm uh, client. He is a CPA, earned an MBA from the University of Houston, and a BBA accounting from the University of Texas. Well, we want to like you, welcome you, Mike, to, uh, and are delighted to have you with us today in the studio. Well, thanks, Cheryl. It's a delight to be here also, and good to see you and Ken again. It's uh, been a little while since I was a client, uh, of Dawson, and uh, that was a very good experience, and uh, uh, through using the tools you taught me, I find myself in a pretty good uh, position today with Trustmark National Bank's uh, Houston operations, so uh, so again, thank you for having me. Well, we're uh, delighted you're here, and before we get into the specifics about the current banking environment, uh, let's uh, take a little bit of a walk down that memory lane, uh, Mike, if we could, and have you share with our your uh the listeners your experience with job search a total system and uh uh how did how did the resources here help you to accomplish your transition transition a few years ago well as uh, many of us have been i was downsized uh early 2003 
three, as the Industrial Bank of Japan decided to close the Houston office I was managing, and they uh, arranged for me uh, outplacement services with Dawson, uh, which, of course, is, uh, Cheryl, how you and I met. And, uh, you know, I walked in, I, I guess... Uh, let me back up just a little bit. I was a pretty expert in the, in the corporate banking arena and the energy finance arena and so forth. I was uh, just around 50 years old at the time and uh, very well experienced there, but I was not well experienced in, in how to find another position or uh, very experienced in how to assess non-banking career alternatives. So what the total system did for me is provide a a step-by-step -step approach to that process, uh, you know, uh, from, uh, you know, resume building to uh, developing and understanding your network contacts, uh, you know, letter writing, uh, telephone uh, uh, etiquette, uh, you know, how to follow up, uh, how to do a personal assessment on what your skills are and what your, uh, you know, attitudes and desires might be in an alternative uh, uh, profession, for example. And uh, as I was mentioning to a couple of your uh, clients here just before the show started, uh, uh, it also provided uh, a nice structured and supportive environment for me during this process because I think any of us who have, uh, you know, been downsized or been out, uh, you know, unexpectedly having to look for work again can tell you it's it's quite a psychologically uh, or can be a psychologically debilitating event. So, uh, as a matter of fact, Cheryl, I'll tell you a funny story. You'll you'll read on some websites uh, or uh, uh, you know career advice sites that when you're downsized, sometimes you can go to your company and say, "Please give me cash instead of paying for this outplacement service." You know, and I actually went to IBJ Industrial Bank Japan and asked them for that, and they declined. And, th and thank goodness for for me, they did because. Dawson was worth uh, every penny that uh, that the bank paid you. I just didn't know it at the time. Uh, that is so interesting for you to share with us uh, because we're we're constantly battling that with organizations who who don't appreciate the value. And of course, how would an individual understand that when you lose your job and you lose your revenue stream? You know, a few extra dollars in your pocket pocket seems pretty attractive. But you're exactly right. There's so much value to learning how to market yourself. And even for business uh, managers like or business developers like yourself, uh, it's quite a bit different when you're the product. Ken? Mike, um, if you would, share for the listeners any specific information you can relative to how job search the total system would help an individual interested in a career in banking or in finance today. Obviously, we have a very difficult market. One of the things that we continually talk about is that if a person like yourself will follow the system, they will have better job, better pay, better life, which obviously works for you. What I'm particularly interested in is your specific advice to those listening relative to the market today and how the how job search at total system can really help them enormously well i think uh you know as it relates to banking uh you know assuming you're not you're not in banking now uh total system kind of emphasizes a networking approach and i i promise each and every listener if they will 
go through and work up a list of network contacts and develop those contacts, they're going to make contact with somebody in the banking and finance industry. So that's a way to get your foot in the door to start to start discussing, uh, you know, banking careers and the opportunities uh, available in banking. And, and you know, banking is an industry where big companies. Uh, I think there are over two million people employed in the financial services industry or thereabouts in the United States. So, so it's a very big market. A wide variety of skills and types of positions are available, you know, in the banking industry. Uh, I think for me, when I went through the search, uh, of course, I was had been in the banking industry for over twenty years. Uh, you know, I had I understood the industry, uh, understood what skills were needed to be successful in the commercial and corporate lending segment of the business, and uh, but still, I had to market those skills. I, I had a, uh, I knew some people in the industry, but not all of the people uh, that I could have known. And through this networking approach, I was able to expand the number of uh, contacts I made in the industry uh, until I found a position. And I'll tell you one of the things uh, that's mentioned in Total System is is don't neglect your your ex bosses. Uh, and an ex-boss helped me in two ways. First of all, I, I had two ex-bosses bosses on my reference list, and I was careful to contact them ahead of time, uh, discuss my situation, get their approval to be used as references, and to let them know when they might uh, be called as a reference contact following an interview. But secondly, one of my ex-bosses is, is the actual network contact that led to my position with Trustmark. He referred me to the... Uh, at that time, the head of uh, Trustmark's Houston operation, uh, whom I met with, and then that led to my uh, current position. So that's a uh, how about that? That's really uh, excellent, and it's a good reminder that virtually anyone in your your network, um, people you know, uh, whether social or professional, can be very helpful in networking. I'd like to just uh, take a step back uh, for a moment because uh, we we took the time to pull up your resume that we had on file, and you really did a great job. And that's one of the things we emphasize highly in the total system is the importance of having what we like to call an A-plus resume. How did challenging you to quantify your results uh, help you to um, communicate the value that you can offer an employer? Sure. The first thing I'd like to say is the total system gave me an excellent outline and procedure to follow in preparing an A-plus resume. And uh, my attempts to do that were reviewed by uh, the people here and, and totally got the right product. But I think, you know, it, it emphasizes putting down what you've done, what your accomplishments are, and that makes sense because, you know, employers are interested in what you have done and achieved in the past, not merely a description of the, uh, you know, positions you may have held. So, uh I was able to put some thought into that, and I think come up with a uh, a resume product I was I was proud to put in front of somebody uh, when I was uh, presenting myself as a candidate for a potential uh, employment opportunity. And you mentioned the importance of references. One of the things we talk a lot about in the total system is the concept of linkage, where we link all these different steps together. So having an A plus resume, being able to put that in front of your potential reference along with a draft of a reference letter, 
really helps them to see that you've done your homework and they can say, well, he really did add a lot of value and it actually can improve uh, how they will communicate about the value that you provided to the organization. And another linkage is we talked about networking and the importance of building strong relationships and as a business developer, you certainly understand uh, as well as uh, anyone might how important sending positive and professional communications uh, how does that build psychological leverage? Um, just briefly here, we're coming to the end. Well, I think in my terms, you're, you psychological leverage to me was knowing I was prepared, knowing that I was putting forth the best product, i.e. the best marketing approach I could to marketing myself, covering all of the details and all of the elements that are needed to present yourself in the best light. And if I put myself uh, on the other side of the table, the shoes of the hiring manager, let's say, then you would feel that that hiring manager would see that this person, this candidate, came in prepared, and this is the first look. Could you not hear that music? The first look that they were going to to get at me. So we'll be back in just a moment. News, opinion, your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787, 1-866-472-5787, voiceamerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success, better job, better pay, better life. Oh, hi, Jessica. Hi, Mrs. Johnson. Is Megan there? Sure. Follow me. The kids are in the kitchen making sandwiches. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hi, Jessica. Hi, Megan. Hey, Megan. Yeah? You're a total freak. God, you're ugly. And dumb. Oh, and your makeup makes you look like a tramp. Tommy Morris told me you guys made out. Everybody knows. The whole school knows. He said your breath smelled like garbage, and he almost puked. He says you're the most desperate girl he knows. And that dress is totally hideous. You look like a big, fat clown. Disgusting. Oh, and by the way, nice zip. If you wouldn't say it in person, why say it online? Delete cyberbullying. Don't write it. Don't forward it. For more information, visit ncpc.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Justice, Crime Prevention Coalition of America, National Crime Prevention Council, and the Ad Council. 
Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa provides homeowners and investors eager to invest well in real estate the knowledge, resources, and tools necessary to generate significant wealth. Our focus will be the paradigm. Live where you want. Invest where it makes the most sense. Listen live to the brightest minds in real estate investment every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. That's Income Property Investment Talk with Peter Mosca and Dean Issa, where America learns to invest. Best. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time, the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Let's finish the show first. Hello, this is Cheryl Dawson with Ken Dawson and uh, Mike Oaks. Welcome back to the show. We've got our second segment for you and just continuing a little bit about the importance of um, uh, psychological leverage in building your relationships uh, with individuals as well as the whole uh, job search process. And you were saying, Mike, how important it is to actually build an expectation, a positive expectation with your, your contacts and really getting them to kind of help you with your job search. Any, anything else you'd like to share on that? Well, topic? Just, just to repeat, the uh, knowing that I was well prepared when uh, in front of a, a potential hiring manager because uh, I had dotted the I's and crossed the T's and followed the outline provided by the total job search, uh, you know, gave me a sense of confidence in uh, sitting down in the meetings and in the interviews. And and I think that's very important to go in uh, feeling that you're well-prepared, Cheryl. Absolutely. And another aspect of that is the the negotiations. When you do get uh, an offer in a tight market, sometimes you think you have to just take whatever thrown at you. Uh, What what is your experience in that? Well, uh, I have negotiated in the past and negotiated successfully uh, in two instances. I never had an offer withdrawn because I, I tried to negotiate a better offer and, in fact, was able to negotiate a better offer, which I eventually uh, accepted uh, during my last job search. So so I think uh, I think that's something that one should not, uh, not be afraid or back away from. As a matter of fact, I think uh, you get a little bit more respect uh, from the person... Uh, uh, that's getting ready to hire you if he uh, sees you're a good businessman or businesswoman, as the case may be, and attempting to uh, negotiate on behalf of yourself. Mike, I know there's an awful lot of interest in um, a lot of your background with a lot of our listeners. If you would, let's talk a little bit about openings in the banking industry or finance industry. You also represent the energy sector. Could you just kind of talk about that relative to... Anyone who has an interest in banking and or finance and specific openings they should go after or your thoughts on uh, what uh, path they should pursue? Well, let me just say this, Ken. I'm not an expert in 
banking industry, employment, and all of the different types of positions and, and specialties within a bank. Uh, I do operate in the commercial and corporate lending segment, and I do stay networked in uh, pretty well in that segment. I guess fair to say uh, jobs are harder to come by now than they were a couple of years ago, and, and one would expect that in, uh, in a recessionary time. However, uh, there are jobs available, and I, as a matter of fact, I was... Uh, Calling a friend of mine at another bank uh, just last week, uh, kind of as part of my continuing networking approach to business life, uh, and he mentioned to me of a nice position at his bank that I would have been well qualified for should I have had an interest. Now, I don't have an interest. I'm very happy with uh, Trustmark. However, I did refer him to another banking network contact, which is... Uh, who would be qualified for that position and who is uh, uh, in the middle of a merger situation now. Uh, don't know if the individual is, is interested or not. But the point of the story was here was in, in tough times was a nice position that was available that had occurred uh, as a result of the, this bank beefing up their uh, credit analysis area, which I think is very important to banks right now. So, uh, I don't know if that answers the question. That sure helps. And and for those that might be going to school right now and considering uh, banking banking careers, they might be a bit squeamish about their prospects. Uh, what would you um, can you share regarding for for somebody who's new in the industry? What uh, typically typically are the opportunities that would be open for starting positions? Well, again, in the uh, in the lending area, you know, a number of banks bring. Uh, Bring younger people into credit training programs, which are oriented towards uh, matriculating into to the lending groups around the bank. Uh, again, I will say I I assume that there is some of that going on. Maybe not quite as much as in the past, but definitely some of that uh, that will continue to go on. And just let me say this: that uh, you know, banking is is an industry that's here to stay. Regardless, and I think we're going to talk about this, Cheryl, in a little bit, some of what's gone on and, and the bank bailouts and capital raising, but banking is, is an integral and vital part of the uh, U.S. and global economy, and there will be people in the banking industry uh, now and in the future. So uh, if, where there's an industry, there will be jobs uh, and positions available. And again, if uh, to, to any of the younger viewers, I would urge you to, if you're uh, if you're in a university or college situation, of course, work with the uh, the appropriate people at the university, and then also develop your uh, your own uh, network list. If you're interested in the industry, and start sooner rather than later in uh, contacting and, and working those network contacts to try and uh, try and be put in front of uh, the right people in the industry, so that you can uh, proceed from there and uh, and try and land a good position. Mike, a lot of our listeners are in Houston as opposed to anywhere in the country. If you would, talk specifically about the, the Houston market as opposed to the rest of the market around the country as it relates to what you just went through, please. Well, I think, uh, you know, Ken Houston, despite what people say, in my opinion, is still driven largely by uh, the energy industry. And I think... Uh, Oh, from 2004 to 2006 and on in 2000, probably 2007 and even into 2008, we were in the middle of uh, an energy boom. Uh, energy companies were hiring. Uh, uh, banks were hiring to find people to handle business from the energy 
uh, industry. And, and unfortunately, with this decline in oil prices, that's slowed down a little bit. Uh, I think it's a little too soon to say, uh, you know, what the uh, what the impact of that is uh, going to be. You know, but I'm hopeful that. Uh, you know, that situation will be turned around. I, w- I would say almost that the economy here was a little bit overheated. Uh, I think the Houston economy is, is still a good, strong, favorable economy, a little bit softer than it was a year ago, but but offering reasonable opportunities, if you're willing to go out and, and work for them. We know that the housing market in Houston, for instance, has not been impacted as dramatically as it has around the country, and that certainly is uh, supports the point you're making. I think that's right. Uh, we never went through the housing boom and bubble in prices here. Uh, it, Houston's always been a rather steady uh, housing market, and so we're not seeing the weakness in that area that we were seeing in many parts of the country. Before we leave the, the topic of um, those entering the banking industry kind of start at the start of their career, you yourself um, were with an accounting and consulting firm. Might this be a viable option for those new grads uh, that have their eyes on the banking industry but maybe uh, can't find the specific position with a bank at this point? Well, I think it might be. Uh, I got my start in public accounting. Of course, I needed an accounting degree uh, really to, to get into that field as a qualification, and I think that's a, a wonderful place to start a career. I think, you know, accounting is, is, is kind of the language of business in finance, so I think that's something, if you're going to operate in that field, you need to have an understanding of. So uh, so I would, yeah, encourage people to, to investigate that also as an alternative. So the accounting degree is not something that, that uh, the majority of bankers were have? That's just one segment? <clears throat> That is just one segment. That is correct. Uh, a majority of bankers uh, would be required to have some accounting, but not an accounting degree. Like you have a uh, uh, degree in, uh, or an MBA, rather. You do recommend an MBA for someone who has an interest in the field. Uh, well, I think it, I think it can't uh, can't hurt and can only help, Ken. But again, I would I would not say that's a requirement for success. Uh, but it would be a, an additive component. So most mostly in the banking, you see financial some type of financial degree is that the most common. Some type of finance or accounting degree is most typical, but not not completely limited to that. Uh, Sometimes people can come out of general business and uh, programs, marketing programs, and and the like. So uh, I think again, it's uh, it helps, but uh, doesn't rule out uh, getting into the industry if you if you don't have that specific educational background. And then specifically in your area of commercial lending, what are the special skills or requirements uh, do you see are most important uh, to succeed in that arena? Well, uh, okay, first of all, realize that the commercial lenders are really the sales force of the bank. So you, some sales or business development skills, people skills, and, and an aptitude to that are needed. Uh, then but you couple with that some financial analytical skills. You know, banks obviously want to make loans to people that have a reasonable ability to repay the loan. So all of those finance and accounting and credit analytical skills are also very important. And uh, just shifting a little bit here to the international scene. Oh, we're coming on to the 30 minutes. When we, uh, 30 seconds. When we get back, uh, Mike, we'd really like to talk a little bit more about the uh, global economy and the impact on uh, job and career opportunities. So we'll do that right after the break. Stay tuned, and we'll be back. 
Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success better job better pay better life an ordinary sunny day an ordinary family's living room filled with an ordinary bunch of kids and they were doing nothing they were couch slouching they were rug imitating and lazy minute after lazy minute was passing them by when suddenly huh Hey guys, that's a personal foul. Inactive activity on a sunny day. Coming to the rescue was NFL running back Reggie Bush. Players on your lazy penalties. Let's play. Those kids, they listened to Reggie. They got up and play they did. There was fun and running. There were smiles and jumping. And laziness was crushed. Hey kids, don't get a lazy penalty. Kids, listen to Reggie and avoid lazy penalties. Be a player. Get up and play for an hour a day. Go online to check out smallstep.gov for fun playtime ideas. So you can be a player too. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Be a player. Do you want to know what's really going on these days? Well, Capital Thinking takes you inside the worlds of policy, politics, law, and business. What happens in Washington, on Wall Street, and in our nation's legal system impacts your business every day. We're taking you on a behind-the-scenes tour of all of it. Each week, we bring you unfiltered conversation with a variety of influential policymakers, lawyers, and business leaders. I'm Kevin O'Neill, and I'm your host as Capital Thinking tours the halls of power. Join me for Capital Thinking on the Voice America Business Network each Thursday at noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific Time. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll free at 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. Or send an email to TCS on air at TCSWorldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson with Mike O. Vice President of Trustmark Bank, and we're talking about the uh, economy and the banking situation and career opportunities. And 
Michael, before the break, we were just uh, going to discuss uh, international banks, and you've uh, had the opportunity to work with a Japanese uh, bank. And uh, the fact that the um, the recession really is a global one, uh, what are you hearing on the street regarding their hiring situation? Sure, to be honest, I have, uh, there are a number, quite a number of international banks with offices in Houston. I have uh, heard of positions available uh, from time to time within the past three to six months, but I, I've not heard of anything recently, uh, so I'm not sure I can give you a great answer to that question. Uh, and how is Trustmark doing in this environment? Uh, well, I know you mentioned at the top of the show it's kind of a regional, mid-sized regional bank. Right. Trustmark, thankfully, is doing very, very well. Our stock is off a little bit this year, but a relatively small percentage compared to some of the bigger banks that you hear of around the country. And if you want me to elaborate on, on what has troubled the banks, kind of two areas so far. One is uh, holding these big mortgage securities that you've heard about, these big subprime mortgage securities that, that a lot of the big banks were packaging and selling, and they've taken hundreds of billions of dollars of losses on those. The second segment impacted last year was the home building segment. Uh, banks our size didn't weren't in the business of packaging these big mortgage securities. We didn't really have a problem there. We do have some stress in our home builder portfolio, and uh, but that's uh, probably a relatively smaller percentage vis-a-vis uh, many other banks our size. So we're uh, we're holding up fairly well. We've been profitable um, every quarter of last year, and I, and I expect us to continue that, thank goodness. Mike, we have a number of uh, international listeners who have an interest in, obviously, um, banking, but not only here in the States, but globally. Um, share for them, if you would, kind of the global perspective relative to finance, not only from the standpoint of what's going on in banking finance, but from the standpoint of careers, if you wouldn't mind. Well, again, Ken, I'm not sure. I think uh, one thing that's that's important to realize about the banking uh, and financing industry is it, that it is an integral part of the global economy. You know, we talked a minute ago about bailouts of banks, and we hear this word bailout, and we're, we really don't like to hear that. First of all, let me say that the government's uh, not really necessarily come in and given the banks free money. They've purchased a preferred stock, which the banks have to pay interest on and eventually repurchase. It's more that they've lent the bank's money. And I think the, there's a lot of that going on in Europe, maybe to a, a, as big an extent or even a bigger extent than we've seen in the States. And if these, uh, if the people in charge are, are politicians and Federal Reserve Bank governors and, and people looking at the global economy did not realize the, the vital importance of this industry, they, they wouldn't be making such an effort to, uh, to keep them going in, in an industry that... Uh, that tells me that the banking industry is going to be around. Uh, we're not going out of business. Uh, since we're not going out of business, there will be long-term future employment uh, opportunities in the banking industry. And on that subject, the government obviously is going to be creating, I mean, Obama talked about 4 million new jobs. Now you know that many of those are going to be in the government, but also in the financial arenas within the government. Well, I can't, I can't comment on Obama's... Uh, the specifics of his, uh, I guess, stimulus program, I think they're calling it, uh, you know, it's something we hate to see, uh, trillion-dollar deficits and so forth, but I think that just the fact that the governments and the uh, 
people in industry, people in the know, uh, are recommending that we do that uh, kind of indicates to me that, that, that maybe that's we, we need to just kind of grin and bear it and accept that short term and hope it kickstarts the uh, U.S. and global economy and get thing, gets things moving again. Exactly. Well, uh, uh, one of the things that uh, interests uh, our listeners, I'm sure, is the you know, from their perspective, that a lot of the innovation that went on in the banking lending uh, perhaps has, has led to the bad debt or bad assets, however you want to look at it. Uh, how do you look at uh, lending deals to ensure that uh, they will have be a, you know, a payback for the bank and a fair return? Sheriff, let me say a lot of the financial innovation was this securitization of mortgages and other loans, which we saw Oftentimes, that process would bypass the traditional bank and the bank credit analysis uh, that was done on individual loans. And that, uh, if you looked at that right now, that's not worked out so well. I think you may see a return to the past a little bit when borrowers came to banks, and, and one of the functions that uh, that a bank performed was to take a careful look at the, the quality of the loan, the uh, probability that. Uh, the borrower would be able to repay the loan. So I think, again, that bodes well for people like me in the future as we see uh, more potential borrowers having to come back to the uh, to, to the banking industry as a source of funds. So. Well, I think that's a very important point to make, the fact that those bundling would sometimes happen way, way beyond where the original loan was, was made. Uh, so very interesting comments. And then as we look specifically again at the energy industry, I mean, those loans can sometimes be huge. Do you uh, engage in partnerships and alliances for some of those deals? Well, well very often, uh, my role within Trustmark is to work in a group that, that handles the larger loans that the banks that, that the bank gets involved with, and uh, more often than not, we're in a consortium or a small group of banks which team up to provide a. Uh, a loan which is too large for for any one of the banks to be comfortable or or to be able to fund on its own. So, well, just as a follow up question to that, uh, what are some of the needs in energy and just in that industry that creates a demand for capital for them? Well, obviously, I mean uh, it's no secret to anybody who's been uh, following the business uh, the last year that we, we're probably facing a long run shortage of uh, oil. Is uh, these big global uh, mega fields uh, are produced out, and, and much capital is going to be needed to uh, find and develop new sources of oil and also to find and develop new sources of alternative uh, energy. Uh, so there's a tremendous long-term need for capital in this business. So I think, again, I'm uh, happy to be involved uh, in the middle of that in my career. Mike, that brings up an excellent uh, point, and I know it's a point of interest for our listeners, and that is the uh, price of a gallon uh, or a barrel of oil. Um, we've seen it from, go from 140 and it's now uh, 37 36 35 uh, Any thoughts on how that impacts not only global economy but careers and everything we've talked about? Well, I think uh price of oil is probably too low now. Demand for crude oil is, is depressed by this weakened global economy. I think, uh, you know, three or four years from now, you're liable to see it back at a, a 100 or 150 again. And Ken, I'm going to tell you one thing, following the energy business for 25 years, no one can successfully predict what the price of oil is going to be. Exactly. Uh, so 
those are my thoughts, and I think the thoughts of others. Uh, I think there's some excess crude on the market now uh, because uh, producers were geared up to oh provide uh, you know a certain level, uh, about 85 million, 86 million barrels a day. Just to, globally, I think if you get down to 84 million barrels a day, uh, just that tiny two million. Uh, barrel-a-day gap due to the global economy can depress prices for a short period of time. But typically, these price drops are, you know, kind of 12 to 18 months in this business, Ken, before the energy prices recover. So, Well, that, those are really, really excellent points. And I think another thing to just remind our listeners, uh, sometimes they, they think about energy uh, and the price of, of uh, the barrel just tied to gasoline, but there's so many other uses for oil and that impact the industrial markets. And with that, with consumer sales down and um, uh, a lot of the uh, uses, that those other uses for oil has gone down. So the industrial demand has gone down, and that is hitting the market as well. Well, that's, that's very true, Cheryl. So anything that's produced from that barrel of oil, whether it's for gasoline for consumption or industrial use, the demand is a little softer now with the economy being softer. But but again, I think hopefully we'll see we'll see that economy improve uh, sometime late in 2009, and uh, hopefully energy prices will start to follow. Well, I hope you're right about that, uh, and that it will happen that quickly. Um, I know another factor that's impacted the economy is uh, the lack of transparency in reporting and lending. Uh, we alluded to that a little bit earlier, uh, and also the regulations that protect against excess. Uh, seem to be part of the underlying problem for our current recession. Um, and, uh, you know, these e- issues uh, create the potential for a pendulum swing that would, you know, reverse it again and that there would be too much regulation. Um, some are even calling for global banking regulations, which is pretty scary to me. Uh, what are the dangers that you see that this might happen? First of all, this is this is a sticky subject, Cheryl. So I'm going to give you just my opinion. Realize it's only my opinion. I, th- I think the industry probably needs a little more regulation to kind of uh, prevent what we're going through from happening again. But I think I think you're right. Too much regulation tends to uh, tends to make things a little bit too sticky. Uh, you know, I think we're uh, done very well as a free market economy. I think when governments get too involved in the economy, it tends to be a little efficient, but I will say that probably some additional level of government involvement or regulation is called for. Well, we're coming on to break once again. The time is going fast, but we've got more insights on banking and financial opportunities, so stay tuned. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Earn a better job for better pay and achieve a better life with Job Search, the total system, now in its third edition and through a host of valuable online resources at www.tcsworldwide.com. Thousands have successfully used these proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. One total system user shared, This is without reservation the best advice on job search available. I used it over my career and each time got a better position for substantially increased pay. Go to 
to www.tcsworldwide.com and advance your career today. While you're on the site, please check out TCS University, which will bring you advanced resources like sample resumes, career assessment, total career success tracks, links to coaching services, and much more. Read Get Off the Treadmill, the total career success blog from Ken and Cheryl Dawson, and check out our online store for products relating to the book and total career success. Visit the website today at www.tcsworldwide.com. Total career success. Better job, better pay, better life. And now a weather update. Winds out of the south-southeast at 9 miles an hour. Citizens of America, this is a message from FeedThePig.org. Do not be alarmed. We are here to help you save yourself. According to public records, Americans spent more money than they earned in 2005. This is the first negative savings rate in the U.S. since the Great Depression. America, we must change our behavior. We need to stop spending every dime we earn and start feeding the pig. We must start putting away a piece of our paycheck. On the 1st and the 15th, we must pay ourselves before we pay anyone or anything. We must make a budget. And yes, even consider cutting up a credit card. And we must tell a friend to do the same. America, to start moving in the right direction, we must start a movement. Join us at FeedThePig.org. Find the benefits of saving for every stage of life. Log on to FeedThePig.org today. And for more traffic updates, brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Do you know what the most complex piece of your business capital investment is? Is it the technology? Is it the infrastructure? Could it be the office and corporate structure? The most complex piece of your business capital investment is the human being. Return on Human Capital is a unique program that discusses some of the most important issues facing leaders in business. Join your hosts, Howard Pines and Jay Santamaria, for Return on Human Capital, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Ken and Cheryl Dawson with uh, uh, Mike Oaks with Trustmark Bank. And we've talked about a lot of various topics, Mike, but... Uh, one of the ones I wanted to hit on is with the um, front pages of the newspapers and, of course, all the talking heads uh, mentioning a new bankruptcy and some major companies, actually, and this seems to be escalating for personal bankruptcies as well. Um, does this create opportunities for bankers uh, in terms of workouts or other ways that they might get involved in that process? Well, I think uh, I think the answer to that would be yes. The banks are going to beef up their loan workout departments uh, to manage the additional workloads. Uh, so sometimes they may source uh, workout bankers from the commercial lending pool of bankers as uh, uh, as that part of the business slows just a little bit. And unfortunately, this is one of those things we see, uh, uh, you know, in a recession. Uh, and again, it is unfortunate, but uh, you know we've uh, been through this before, and we'll make it through this one again, I'm sure. 
Mike, another area that we have not addressed is uh, positions within organizations that deal with banks, uh, financial positions that interface with bankers or yourself. Could you kind of talk about that as it relates to career opportunities for our listeners? Well, one opportunity, it's fairly common to see a client hire a banker, their banker, uh, to go to work in their treasury area, either handling their bank and other financial requirements and so forth. I've seen that time and time uh, over the years, so that's a, that's a very natural uh, transition from banking to a career in industry, Kim. Mm-hmm. There um, seems to be a trend here to larger and larger banks. You know, even now we see some of the assets of one bank taken over by another and with the failure of some of these uh, just huge organizations, do, do you see the opportunity perhaps for a regional player like Trustmark or even some of the smaller uh, banks to proliferate once again? Well, sure, that's a, that's a hotly debated topic in the industry and probably one we don't have time to fully explore here given the, given the limits on our time on the show. I would say... Uh, <clears throat> That I would see, you know, opportunities at least for the foreseeable future with with large banks, with the regional banks of which Trustmark is uh, uh, is one, and with the uh, you know local independent banks that just have you know one or two offices or just a handful of branches. So, uh. well, I've uh, heard just um, you know via the grapevine and, and with other contacts that I have that some of the the banks that were more cautious, uh, some of the smaller players, uh, smaller regional players. Uh, really are are doing fine because they were conservative to begin with. So those that are healthy, I imagine, can stay the course and maybe take advantage of some opportunities as a result of, of being a little healthier on the capital side. Well, that's what I'm hoping for, and I would put Trustmark in that uh, category. We've been a, a relatively cautious bank, which has adhered to uh, traditional lending standards, and uh, and I think that's holding us in pretty good stead now. Uh, so, you know, although times uh, could be better, we're, we're making it through fine. I think you're right. Uh, many banks like us might uh, be in a position to expand uh, by acquiring assets of banks who were, were maybe not so cautious. Uh, but I, I can't comment on that as a Trustmark strategy. Right, I mean, right. Just disclaim any uh, <laughs> Mike, uh, uh, knowledge there. Um Internationally, the uh, dollar is obviously the, the benchmark that uh, currencies have obviously looked to for many years. Do you, still, do you see that being the case today and will it continue to be, and how is that going to affect the global economy? That's another question, Ken, hotly debated, which we don't have time to fully get into. I think uh, you know the dollar has been the reserve currency globally for many years. I think we have a little bit more competition from the euro now. And with our, our growing and perceived to be growing deficits, it throws into uh, some question our ability to maintain that position. But I would say for now, uh, the dollar has done relatively well recently vis-a-vis the euro and, and some of the other global currencies, with the exception of the yen. I surely don't think the yen and Japan are large enough to assume that role, however. so well, it's a, That is an interesting topic. And with uh, the demand for goods down, um, overall consumer goods as, as well as industrial uh, the international trade has taken a huge hit, impacting, of course, China and India and all uh, other major exporters. And that, in part, has uh, reversed the devaluing of the dollar that we've seen over the last year or so. 
right now it seems like the dollar is increasing uh, after falling against uh, currencies. But if the Fed continues to print dollars as we see them doing now, do you, do you see a reversal again of this positive trend? Uh, you know, again, I'm not sure that I or even our senior economic officials, Cheryl, have a good answer for that question or know the answer to that question. Well, Mike, we, uh, uh, or to our listeners, we do not have a crystal ball in front of us. I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, <laughs> Mike, impact on the stock market. Uh, your thoughts on that, sir? Well, I mean, the stock market, uh, I'm hoping, is undervalued now long run and that it will uh, you know, begin to show some recovery down the road. Uh, uh, I think one of the things that happened this fall, you know, we had entered this recession, they, they decided a month or two ago in December, but it wasn't so bad until October when we had the, the big public headlines about a 20% decrease in the market uh, that occurred really in a week. I think people read those headlines, they got scared, and they quit, quit spending money, both consumers and businesses, and, and when they stopped spending, the economy started to fall off the cliff. So, uh, you know, I think we need to try and have a little confidence in ourselves in the long run. Uh, hopefully this government stimulus will aid us. And I don't know if any of you viewers who were either paid attention in history or old enough to remember uh, FDR's uh, famous quote, we have nothing to fear but fear itself, and, and really it's this fear-driven decline in spending, I think, that occurred uh, sometime in October that really has aggravated the situation we're in today. And hopefully hopefully, we'll see a turnaround of that in 2009. Well, I think uh, we've probably gotten you out on the limb about as far as you're willing to go here, <laughs> Mike. So pulling, reeling you back in, um, can you give our listeners uh, uh, any additional advice uh, for those that might be interested in entering the banking industry? Well, I, I would approach it just like I would entering any other industry, Cheryl. I would, first of all, try and assess and decide, uh, is, is this a fit for you? Is it something that will fulfill you, that you feel you can, can add value and be successful in? I mean, clearly you want to do that first. Uh, if, if you think it is a fit, then you go back to the total system, uh, start at page one, and... Uh, Go through the steps of, uh, you, you know, investigating and, uh, you know, making contacts in the industry and trying to find suitable employment. Uh, Mike, we can't leave without uh, congratulating the uh, Arizona Cardinals and everyone in Phoenix and Arizona for their victory yesterday. But at the same time, uh, as we talked, we want to also congratulate those in Pittsburgh and the job they did. Well, uh, we've just really enjoyed our time with you, Mike. Thank you so much for giving of your time so generously and i want to let everyone know that uh next week we've got a really interesting show with the houston technology center uh celebrating its 20 years uh, in helping entrepreneurs get started our guest paul right reason uh, is the founder and now executive vice chairman and he will share how the technology center has helped uh, entrepreneurs get their businesses up and growing so thank you so much for listening in. We look forward to hearing, uh, having all of you join us next week. Well, I think we need to uh, congratulate uh, Philadelphia and Baltimore for playing a fine game yesterday and providing a good Sunday afternoon worth of entertainment. Exactly. Congratulations, everyone.
again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, here on Voice America.